0: Ooh, you are listening to Keith Price's curtain call.
1: Got a little motto. Always sees me through. When you're good to mama, mama's good to you.
0: Oh. Oh my gosh. Honey, can you hear that, honey? There's a lot of okay, no, that's not I'm Eartha Kitts. No, it may not be someone that you think you know, maybe, but it's just the song stylings of one of my absolute favorite people in the entire world. I swear to God, she doesn't believe me sometimes when I say that to her. She thinks I'm just, you know, some effusive queen that just loves him, some broads that can sing and do the theater thing. <laughs> But I got to tell you, it is a joy because I've been dying to have her on my show for I don't know how long. We never can seem to get the schedules together. And she's like right around the corner from know It's It's crazy. But you know what? Because this woman, first of all, Sirius XM, she is giving you your breakfast morning deliciousness for Broadway. Uh, You can catch her every day, Monday through Friday. Plus, she's doing Dueling Divas on the weekend with Seth Radetzky, another co-worker, former co-worker, I should say. And she's also producer... As well, because Spamilton, uh, mm-hmm. see, I had not forgotten about you, girl. Miss Spamilton, mm-hmm. she's producing, honey. And any time you know, she can just drop in. You know, we remember a lot of the stuff from her. If you have been around for a moment, uh, just a moment. You will make me remember her from some most fabulous Forbidden Broadway moments. She is the goddess queen impressionist. She does the divas, if you will. And, again, I just... Every time I see her, she was... Almost possibly responsible for I you know I don't want to put it all on her but you know my previous relationship
1: oh is it previous it's now previous uh
0: oh this woman almost came between
1: us I know I, heard, I I I was trying to tell somebody that story I forgot the the details I know the punchline but I forgot the details of it
0: oh my god because you are the most one of the most loved people. Believe it or not, and even within my relationship, she was bringing drama. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Christine Petty. Hi, my darling. What was
1: it? You said something like Christine Petty's going to be on my show, and then your partner went, "Why don't you just marry her?" Was that what it was? I think so. He no,
0: because it was. It was because I said you were coming on the show, and he was just like, "Really? What are you guys going to talk about? Hey, what are you going to do? Because you know, I really do enjoy her." And it's like, finally, you know, why don't you just marry her? Oh, it was you who said it. Okay.
1: I was like, I knew the punchline. I told he her I didn't, you, he loved I loved you. I still loved you, and we're still
0: friends. And so we did talk oh, about you. So at no, least she, I
1: didn't wasn't a home-wrecker. <laughs> she
0: went home record. You wasn't a You were so close, though. Oh <laughs> damn! My God, so how are you, my darling?
1: I'm just always busy, you know, mm-hmm. just living the dream and taking care of the dynasty. Ha ha! I mean, <laughs> There's my tongue What Am I okay? But yeah, I do serious, and um, and now I'm back in musical, the musical. Okay, which uh. I believe at some point next early next year the spring of next year is going to break some kind of an off-Broadway like going to be like the third longest running something. It's going to oh. break some kind of a record. Wow. Um yeah, and which is kind of nice. And uh and then I travel around, which is always really the, the probably the best perk of of all of it. I do, I do actually like to travel mm-hmm. and um I you know do my solo cabaret show around the country. I do master classes, which I adore doing, um, and hope uh, you know. Like I, I went to London to visit, but you know it's on my list to get back to London to perform well, you there. Were, didn't you perform there? Was it last year or the year before last? I can't it remember. was the year before. It was yeah. It and I was trying to catch you beforehand. I know, right? Yeah. And I was trying
0: to catch you before you left because I have some friends now who are out in London and as well as I have some listeners, shout out, hey boys. Nice. That are there that I was like, you must see. Anytime I know anybody that I, I adore that's there or planning to go there, I want to make sure that they always Well I love come being me.
1: there. It's a it's just beautiful. So I it's know.
0: been great. So you know, first of all, Christine is here not just to sit and have a gab with me, which of course that's always Let's give it. Open, ready for it. But she's also going to be this holiday season returning to one of, again, my favorite places in the city, Feinstein's 54 Below, to give us some Christmas realness with her fabulous show business show that she does. This is like the fifth year or sixth year now that you're
1: doing this? No, it's like the 11th, but let me Oh, think. wait! I did it in 2008. The thing is, last year- What are the years just like Last year was out. 2007, okay? But it was my 10th show. You know, you celebrate 10th anniversary, you know, 10 years. Like 2007 uh-huh. was my first show. Uh-huh. Uh, 2008 was my first show. So 2018 would be the 10-year anniversary, but it's my 11th show. Because, you, you know, you have, you know what <laughs> I mean? Stepping over, yeah. Yeah. And so this is my 11th annual, really. Um, I can't believe it. I started at the Laurie Beachman Theater, and then I moved to, I did a Don't Tell Mamas a couple of years. And now I'm at Feinstein's. And it's so it, it, it's my way of having a, a holiday party, honestly, because my right. apartment's too small. I really do get the <laughs> sense, especially when certain people come back to see it every year, uh-huh. that we're meeting for the holidays. I keep it very light and festive and funny, although there's some beautiful, tender moments because it's the holidays and that's what we want. You mm-hmm. know, we do want that. But I, you know, I try to reimagine a couple of the standards and then do a lot of celebrity carols. Yeah. There's the 12 Divas of Christmas where I, uh, I, you know, this show, because the nature of cabaret, it's really changed. In 2008, I did the show for like 3 weeks like 5 nights a week. Wow. All right. Uh, you just can't you just can't fill a, you can't, a joint it's, like it's, that it's, anymore. It's hard to get the yeah. rooms filled and so, it's hard to get people to come out. But yeah. back then when I had the idea when we wanted when we did the 12 Divas of Christmas, I said, "You know, I do more than 12 women, and I don't want to do the same 12 women every night, so what if we ask the audience to pull names out of a hat? Uh-huh. That way I never know who's coming. Right. Unfortunately, neither does my pianist, and he's the guy that's got to sort of, you know, because every Sweet time it. he plays the piano, uh-huh. that song, he plays it with the flavor of whatever actress we've just called out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he at this point, he knows it in his Good. head by, by heart. But so that's kind of fun. Um, I Just last year, after 10 years I figured out what to do with Barbara Streisand. She sings "Frosty the Snowman," but it's like he's the people's snowman, and it's got a big, <laughs> got a big monologue in the middle, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's done like a Barbara Streisand ballad, a power ballad, mm, of, course, of course, and it has naturally. a real strong ending, uh, and she has so much in common with Frosty because we both have unconventional noses. <laughs> you know, Frosty had a button nose, but most snowmen. Have a carrot nose, but he persevered, and he was a victim of global warming every year, and you know, so that's a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, I I I can't bear to not do it. Yeah, I kind of can't bear to not do it, even though it's always hard to conjure it all up again for one night every year. I was gonna say because
0: you stay so busy, you know, you're you're on the radio every day, and you are. You know, working on your other side projects as well, in terms of being a producer, and then now being back on stage again. And it's like, it's hard to squeeze in a show because to squeeze that show means you have to do all of the extra rehearsals. You got to do all yeah. of those extra things,
1: and it's a lot of work. You got to re rehearse everything. Nothing's written out because you only do it once mm-hmm. for one night. So my pianist just we just remember sort of how we want it to go, and he makes some slight notes on the sheet music, but the actual arrangement is in his head. And um, uh, one of the things I'm treating myself to um, this year, I think, is I'm going to just start to have everything written out, pay a lot of money and just have it all written out. If nothing else, just for the memories Mm -hmm. to know that what I did and I have it written out so somewhere down the line, I don't know, I can conjure it up uh, and it's not in Matthew's head. But anyway, the point is that we do it Uh, You know, now we're doing it one or two nights a year tops, and uh, it is, you have to get back on the horse and re-remember all the lyrics and everything. It's December 27th at Feinstein's, and the good thing about that is that it's between the holidays. And I learned this as a young girl. I would have a Christmas party at my mother's house when I was still living at home, and uh, I had it between the holidays. Right. Everybody would come. You have... A holiday party before the holidays and they've mm. got other holiday parties they're competing with and right. people have to cook and bake and shop and wrap and you know what i mean mm-hmm. and you're not going to get a lot of people showing up i discovered do it between the holidays everybody comes they're in a good mood they're as i like to put it unclenched which is my new favorite word <laughs> everybody's unclenched <laughs> they're From still the in the holiday zone because right, new year's yeah. eve is, is you Probably. know over there so it's the best time of year to do anything not just a cabaret show, but uh, have a party, make a plan with friends. You know, let's get together for the holidays. Everybody assumes it's got to be before Christmas or something. No, uh, bring them to my show. <laughs> bring them to show. Yes, go see Miss Christine. Oh, the truffle macaroni and cheese is so good. Uh, right? Yeah, I don't uh, make it. But I, I do I eat the, it. that plantain chip thing with the guacamole. that with the guacamole. Shut plantains up. and the guacamole is good. Food's good there at Feinstein's.
0: Oh yeah. my god! And I had this thing the other day, this quinoa something something. And I was trying to be all healthy, and I was like, even that was delicious. I, I was
1: about th- to say, really? I thought they probably wish it. It good. was delicious. That's thing mm-hmm.
0: but again so christine you know we have a little bit of a history and i love that and you know i don't i i always get this well sense wait i'm that, gonna interrupt
1: you because what <laughs> we kind of bonded i'm looking at your hands <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and i'm looking at your hands and i kind of went i they look familiar and then i remember why we bonded that was really when we bonded <laughs> Is can we oh tell this? Yes, we or, can is tell it the truth? It. You weren't lying to me. I were wasn't you?
0: lying to you.
1: Okay. Oh my god. So <laughs> Tina Fey and her Tina Fey was up at Sirius doing a big event, uh, and it was I don't know what it was for.
0: I think it was um, her book. Was it for? Should, her? I think it was her book for Bossy Pants. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, so she was up there, and there was Keith, who'd always say hello to me in the halls, and we'd chitty chit chat a little bit, and then I don't know. He's looking at the cover of her book, which is a picture of her. With no clothes on, but just basically her from boobs up. Right. But there are two huge man hands on her boobs, <laughs> black man hands, right? They're yes. black man hands. Yeah, we you know that for
0: the. It was for um, that the, the picture was right, but it was on her show. But she was. It was a still from the the Thirty Rock show.
1: Oh, is but was that the cover of her book? But
0: no, the cover of her book I think had her topless. But I think the book was covering it. It wasn't. It wasn't oh, okay. me. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, but uh. <laughs> But you took this photograph. Well, all right. So she had this photograph taken of herself with, a, with these black a, it's supposedly hands. like a large, a beautiful, handsome, robust black man behind her, covering each boob. Right. You never see him. You just see his he hands. just saw the hands. Yep. And then you told me they were my hands. <laughs> Like, I just, all I remember like, was I
0: because I, I brought the picture. I had gotten the picture blown up so that I could get an eight by ten of it. And so I got the eight by ten. I took it to the 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 function and afterwards she saw it and she just started laughing because she was like, Oh my God. And this is Christine, I remember you were like, oh my God. The work of the comedian is just never done. It's like the things that you just do to get that one laugh, and you just—it was like the elevator ride down. We were laughing. Then you'd open up the thing, and it was just like it was like a um. Every time you would open it up, you would just laugh, laugh even at, harder. Did you
1: do cover? Did you actually touch her? Yes. Okay, that and because that's when I said. You know, you could have photoshopped
0: that. I didn't like know. I mean it was her. It was my friend. I have a really wonderful friend, my friend Yvonne. And Yvonne, who is a graphic designer, she was working on Thirty Rock, and she called me one day and she said they were having a meeting at Thirty Rock. And they were the the she had said in the meeting that she wanted to kind of recreate the Janet Jackson cover where she had her at that time it was Janet Jackson and it was her um her husband. At the time, Renee Elizondo, yeah. It was his hands on her breasts. And so it was his contrast of the hands. So she wanted to do something like that. But she didn't want it to be a straight person. She wanted it to be a gay guy, right? And so my friend was sitting in the meeting. My friend Yvonne was sitting in the meeting. And she immediately texted me. And I had just got off the air. And she goes, how are your hands? And I go... (laughs) here (laughs) it's like in need of a manicure i don't know what you want and so she told me that they were doing this this bit and that's she suggested that i do it so i had to run all the way over to silver cup studios to have them take a picture of my hands against paper so that they could see how the contrast worked and i got i booked the gig <laughs> and it was, and it was, it was yeah, that's a me, gig. That's a gig. And I got it, was, it was holding tag eligible
1: being Tina Fey's man Brazier. <laughs> man brazier. Hand, and it was, and Brazier,
0: it was the most essential. And the thing was so funny because I had just gotten an order from Amazon and it had the, the London cast of Sister Act in it. Uh-huh. And I think I had gotten the. Um, Priscilla Queen of the Desert and the Book of Mormon I had it all together in a little package and I was so excited because I had my I got new show tunes i have been excited this is going to be great and so I show up at the event and I got my bag from Amazon I'm all ready and I had lotion the hands I did everything <laughs> I was like I can't be ashy with her and so she sent her assistant out and she goes the only thing Miss Faye would like for you to do is to make sure your hands are warm.
1: <laughs> oh my God in heaven. And then we, it
0: was just a great moment. I took the picture and it was there. But for Did you. Did you have a bra on? No.
1: She, you had a few her me, naked boobies? She
0: made me touch her naked boobies. <laughs> Christine, you look so shocked.
1: I, I can't believe this. Yes. That I just w- say it again, Photoshop. I don't get it. No. I just, oh Mm-mm. my God. She
0: wants realism.
1: Yeah. And then after the shoot, she just looks sure at me and she, she goes, does, Yeah, she geez. goes after. She
0: looked at me and she's just like, The money's on the nightstand. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, Oh my God. She just said, But yes, but for you, you know, that's my moment of, you know, the thing about being <gasps> at Sirius, though, there's so many people that come through.
1: Oh, Alec Baldwin just popped out of the bathroom the other day. That was funny. Um, (laughs) Okay, well, what about
0: Christine? Remember that time... When Barbara Streisand came and did that little the town hall space,
1: and it I was me that time. I talk about that you, time in my show all the time. It was me, you, Blake Ross from Blake Ross the Playbill, um,
0: and uh, Marzullo. Seth was there, Mr. Marzullo, mm-hmm. and we were all sitting there, and we were all like sitting outside on the bleachers, and we were like everybody was having a Barbara Streisand moment because she was just like right there. Oh
1: yeah, oh it, unbelievable. And then I went back, and I just say this all the time in my show. I say. Uh, I do this bit where I I, I get tongue tied. I go, you know, in life, like I, like I have a bucket list. I, I well, I thought I had a bucket list, and then you know, sometimes you there are things you're not even going to put on the bucket list because I mean, what's the point? And then but 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 then life can sort of. It's just what I'm trying to. I met Barbara Streisand, <laughs> you know, and I say how she was doing an interview, and then after the interview, Richard J. said. Come meet Barbara. Come meet Barbara. Come come meet Barbara. Come, come meet Barbara. <laughs> and I turned to like you and Blake and went, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. She She's just left gonna us. tell me a minute. I'm gonna go she meet Barbara. She flat go left, left us on A. I when ain't mad at her. I, when I met Barbara Streisand, I have met so many of my idols. Mm-hmm. I have met presidents of the United States. Well, one. And but it was Clinton, so it was a good one to, you know <laughs> He mm-hmm. was a fun one. Uh-huh. But I have met movie stars. I have when I stood next to Barbara Streisand, the only feeling I can equate it to was the way I felt as a kid, like on Christmas Eve or when I was waiting online line for Santa Claus. Wow. The fact that Santa was going to come, which is a feeling that nothing in life has ever approximated, ever. <laughs> nor should it, because that was a very specific, unusual, yes. you know, um, circumstance. And But my God, when I saw her, it it conjured up... Parts of my body felt like it did when it was, you know, eight years old, knowing that he was coming, Santa was coming. And I had seen her on stage uh, a few weeks earlier, and she, her son came and sang with her, and he was so wonderful. And she had said in that interview at Sirius that you and I watched mm-hmm. that people think they know me, but they don't know me. They say they know me, I don't know why, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, when I went in to meet her, I said, I know you said that you say people don't know you, and I completely understand why you would say that. Uh, But I, I have to tell you that when I saw you on stage with your son, I've known your work for years, you've always been a part of my life, but when I saw you singing with your son, I was really overcome with a sense of not, oh, that's Barbara Streisand. It was a sense of that's my friend who i've known for years and she's having this beautiful moment with her child and mm-hmm. i feel so proud on her behalf mm-hmm. and it was it was a it was on a different level of intimacy than the kind of intimacy you feel towards a star you know it it, it, it right. they're, they're they're untouchable stars but you still feel an intimacy with them because right. they've been in your life and i told her this and she looked at me and she said you felt an organic connection with what i was Talking about and, and and I and she started to talk, and she was so eloquent. I went, "Oh my god, you're so smart!" And I gave her a big hug, and she seized up. And she's really tiny, and she's very frail. She's yes, really she's delicate. Small, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but she's a movie star, so she looks like a freaking Mount Rushmore in the, in all the good ways right. on screen. But she's really a very petite little thing. And I thought I broke her. I really thought something <laughs> broke. But then she unclenched. My favorite word. And she uh, then thank you and then goodbye. Right. But, uh, it it I don't know. Richard says that she's mentioned that in the past. Not the me almost breaking right. her, but uh, <laughs> I, met I was. That was a great. It was a great well, uh, time well, to be. You know. Well, you know what's so
0: fun because again, like you know, as you talk about that being your Christmas wish, mm-hmm. having come true, and we yeah. don't want to forget December twenty seventh at Feinstein's Fifty Four below eleven o'clock show. I believe it is. No, ten o'clock. Oh, t- 9 o'clock. Nine thirty.
1: Nine thirty. Nine thirty. Sorry, it's nine thirty, and it's um. It's it's a Thursday, so there's a, there's seven o'clock shows. Right. Uh, it'll probably won't start till closer to you know it'll probably yeah. start late. But there's a seven the, the the curtain times on Broadway are at seven on Thursdays. Right. So if you see a show that's two hours and fifteen minutes, you know what so, I mean. Yeah, you, can you can get to my that. show in time, especially if you make a reservation. They'll They'll wait for you I, to get there. I'm
0: just so bummed because we're going to have to leave soon. But I and we have not yet talked about Broadway. We have not talked about some of the things that are happening on Broadway because that is one of the things that I loved when I first met you. Because I was like, oh my god, this is somebody I can. Just, like we can dish it. I can say, did you see? And what about Mike the Mike Burbiglia is amazing. Yes, amazing. Okay,
1: uh, the King Kong. Isn't as amazing, but the puppet is amazing. Okay. I mean, I think that puppet is something Spetacular. that has to it's a be spectacle. seen. Yeah, I I was mesmerized by every move that puppet made. Uh the prom, the four funniest leads I've ever seen. Oh, My God. To watch Beth Level and Brooks and, oh. and Chris Sieber and An- Angie, they are they show you how Give it's them done. The pass. Yeah, they they, they take every square inch of possibility and 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 make it possible. They just they fill everything they can without. Uh, I don't want to say scenery chewing because it's not what it is. It's just the best kind of over the top, fabulous, and subtlety as well. They do it all. They're. It's Genius a what's it's, what, it's one of the most
0: fabulous new things for me this season. Yeah. I, and, I'm yeah. all about it. And then and, I'm sad because there's a lot of stuff that's closing. They just announced a whole mess of closing. Donna Summer's closing at Donna the end Summer, of the month. Once on this once island. Once on this island is closing. School of Rock, School is, of going Rock to close. is closing. School of Rock
1: closing. But they planned that a
0: yeah. while though. And Kiki Boots is short. closing
1: in April, but they gave a long
0: lead. They had time a great lead time. And um uh Head, oh, over head over heels, heels. Yeah. Just it. yeah. So there is like five
1: shows in the next. Six well, to eight. these other things we're waiting for have to come in, like yeah. Tootsie. I am so excited I've about Tootsie. I've heard such great things about oh, it. Oh, and and Moulin Rouge will be next season, but um, right. they're probably going to have to get into their theater earlier than most. I and, love it. Um, and, and Elaine May this season is is a a lesson again in uh, what is it the Waverly Gallery? Just mm-hmm. watching Elaine May, you just you she's one of those people when you watch, it takes a split second once they open their mouth and you go. Oh, this is that's what, they do. what you can do. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're allowed to be that comfortable, and you're allowed to make the this this theater that to you, and and oh, she's. Well, a... You know what's
0: so interesting because I know you from your musical realm and real, musical love. You know, you talk about musicals every day, mm-hmm. and I never think about you. Ever wanting to do a drama? Has that ever been something that yeah. you'd love to do? Something. My cousin
1: different? Tom Petty was in the original Guys and Dolls. He was Harry the horse. Mm-hmm. All right. He did Guys and Dolls his whole career. He did Kiss Me Kate a lot too, playing the henchman. Mm-hmm. But he was also in, and, and I will always world. forget this. He was also uh, in the original Iceman Cometh, the film with S- that Sidney Lumet directed, and the uh, the, the, uh, the 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 other film with. Um, uh, with Lee Marvin as yes. the bartender, Rocky the bartender. Mm-hmm. He was in Death of a Salesman. He was in the original one act of A View from the Bridge. So he, he had a very um, important um, a career as a dramatic actor as well as a comedic character Musical. actor mm-hmm. and in musicals, to boot and I, I forget about that yeah. um, th- this is a difficult business and, and and theater can be even more difficult because you I know for a fact that people pigeonhole they pigeonhole because you are a musical theater performer and I know for a fact that they pigeonhole me because they think I'm a mimic that all I do is mimicry. And that that hurts me because I watch people when they're doing, let's say, a very broad performance. But if you pay attention, you understand the nuances and you understand why they made choices, and it's usually because they are being authentic and organic and trying to get to the funniest or the most appropriate um uh, you know business for the character and i just i have no time for that really i mm-hmm. i find it that's a bad business person in that's right. a bad theater professional if they if they pigeonhole for that right you know there are some people who don't have a broad spectrum i mm-hmm. understand that but uh i can promise you that that when in doubt a, a funny person is much likelier to be able to make you cry the reverse may not necessarily be true, true. very know? much so, oh, so Miss
0: Christine. Yeah. well i will say this is like i i again december 27th 9 30 54 below feinstein's 54 below you must 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 if you are in new york city at the time Come see this fabulous, fabulous woman perform, as well as you can listen to her every day, Monday through Friday, on Sirius XM, just doing her thing in the morning. with
1: her. What is, what is the morning show? What, do you have it's a, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern. We used to call it the Broadway breakfast, but yeah. I'm really on until after You're lunch, like brunch, so it's, yeah. a, it's a long – it goes into uh, – cocktail time, depending on (laughs) how how much of a lush you are. And hey, if you have any of your listeners in London, tell them to reach out to me, because I'd love to see if they were listening. I love it. Because you know I love it there and I want to try and get back there and do a show there.
0: And at the same time, you have her doing that, and then you also can if you can look for um, the CD of, because I'm going to play another song Mm -hmm. from it. Um, Good to Mama. Good to Mama. You're going to love just listening to her sing and play and as Christine Christine doing what she wants to do and that's the most fabulous regular songs but fun there's a lot of fun there there.
1: and also Christine Petty wait what is my it's at Christine Petty that's my Twitter I like Twitter hate Facebook at Christine Petty
0: and so Mrs. Christine thank you so much thank
1: you and we'll be back ask me how (laughs) do I feel from this chemistry lesson I'm learning well sir all I can say is if I were a bridge I'd be burning ask me how to describe this whole Beautiful thing. If I were a bell, I'd go ding dong, ding dong. Ding dong, ding dong. Ding dong, ding dong. Ding dong, ding dong. Ding.
0: ding Ding. Look for Keith Price's Curtain Call on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, and now MixCloud.